laptop still works. I totally just unplugged my headphones with my boobs. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Never underestimate the power of your tits. Speaking of, Uh welcome to a feel-good episode (laughs) of all the fucks. All the fucks, Lillian Bustle. Oh my gosh, Jen Ponton. It has been a good damn year. A good damn year. Fuck buddies. Lillian and Fuck I buddies. are recording to you both with probable cases of COVID. Not because nope, of each other. I'm still negative. Are you still negative? I'm still negative. I, did, I am. I, I am. I did find a really good Twitter thread. Are you ready? I am. Okay, I am. So yes. fuck buddies. Today, for Lillian and I, it's December 20th. It's probably going to be, it's already a shit show. It's probably going to be such a substantially greater shit show on the 23rd when you hear this. But um, Lillian and I have both been exposed at separate instances to COVID and are <laughs> proceeding with care and caution. So here's what I found. Yeah, I've now, I've now, it's now Monday and I've now been inside, well, since Thursday, since since Friday morning when I went to go get a COVID test, yeah, and then we did that, and then we came back inside and did not leave the house. Mm-hmm. Just like ye olden times, so dumb. Here is what I learned today in my in my Twitter walk. Okay, so okay, this is from um, a Twitter user, an epidemiologist, an immunologist. Uh, and physician Michael Mina his handle is at Michael Mina underscore lab okay so he did a thread today um, that says important rapid tests do work with Omicron quote unquote but why are some people staying negative in the first days they have symptoms he says Mm, mm -hmm. this is expected symptoms don't equate to contagious virus this is literally a reflection of the fact that our vaccines are doing their job so because the vat because we are vaccinated the relationship between your symptoms and the viral load is basically swapped so let's say it was march of 2020 and nobody has a vaccine you're not uh-huh. going to feel your symptoms necessarily but you're going to be contagious Immediately, because your body doesn't know what COVID is yet. So your body's not creating symptoms. It's all a mystery, but it's taken over your body and it's very, very contagious. The roles are reversed Mm. with your vaccine. The roles are your body immediately knows and is like, oh, hell no, COVID. You have your symptoms as your immune response goes up, but... Your rapid tests are not indicating viral load because your vaccine is doing its job. So Uh, the symptoms are a result of your immune response, not the actual strength of the virus. The vaccine pushes immunity to detect the virus fast. That's its purpose before the virus grows up. So you get sick faster because your body is ready to roll. The fast immune response elicited by vaccines helps to suppress that viral load for a day or more before the virus goes away or then kind of takes over your body. So okay. the symptoms being f- are, are fast before you become contagious. Mm-hmm. Um, therefore, a test designed to detect infectious levels of virus, which is any rapid test, will be negative for one to three days of symptoms before the virus grows high or gets cleared out of your body. Okay? Okay, so he says it's a feature, not a bug. Now that the world has pre-existing immunity, we have to adjust our thinking. Newly symptomatic and you're testing negative, you're probably not infectious yet. Test again and again. Mm Pre-symptomatic contagion has been a very difficult aspect of the pandemic. It meant that to catch infectious people before they spread, i.e. 2020, you'd have to test frequently. But now that we have immunity and it brings the relationship closer to that of other respiratory viral interactions that we have, um, 
the reason other rep- respiratory viruses often become symptomatic before contagiousness isn't because they're different. It's because we've been immune to them for a very for our whole lives. But this right. virus is brand new, so we have to have that baby stage. So um, we recognize the virus quickly after it lands in us. We develop symptoms. We kind of fight it off. It often eventually wins, i.e. becomes contagious, and then grows mm-hmm. fast. So if you're symptomatic and negative... Although it means you're probably not contagious at this moment, continue to be very, very cautious. Quarantine if possible. Continue testing for days and days after. Um, Mm -hmm. And that was super, super helpful (laughs) because I have been having crazy banana symptoms for the last uh, five days. And all of my rapid tests are negative. And I, I am feeling better, so... Maybe I got lucky, but uh, but also I got a PCR today, and okay, that it that that's <laughs> that's my week before Christmas. Yeah, yeah. My my PCR from Friday came back negative, but you know, uh, where whatever happens, we're gonna keep taking tests and trying not to be in big groups of people. Yeah. Um. But uh, also, and I cannot make myself crazy over this. Right. I've I have done the things that you're supposed to do. Yep. I am. I get my gold star, and I give myself a pat on the head. And here we are. This is this is the world we. Live I mean, in, here so. we are. At this point, I don't think I don't think anybody is like you know quote unquote in the wrong. I just think that Christmas is now going to uh, look different for a whole lot of folks. And for a lot of others, it will not. Uh, But Mm -hmm. we're talking to you, fuck buddies, with the presumption that maybe your holiday plans have gone a little bit wonky. (laughs) And you might be sitting here at the end of 2021 wondering what on earth we're going to do with ourselves and Lillian and I thought it might be a great opportunity to remind you of some good things that happened this year. Yes. Um, I mean, I think that the best, I think that the only real way to do this is to like, uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, something great that happened to me this year is I got my IUD replaced. I was like, let me go back to January and just like boop, boop, boop. And I was like, what was vagina day? Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. No, I definitely remember. But you know what? I sucked it up and I went and I got it done and it was terrible and it's always terrible, but I don't have to do it again for another five to seven years. So Positivity. there we go. And yes. And praise report for my friend, Fulana Fox, who came with me and held my hand. Praise um, report. Another wonderful thing that happens to me, uh, not happens to me, but that continues to happen to me is that I have health care with people who uh, actually care about me. Like I love my primary care people so much they go above and beyond and um i have had most of my life without that so one of my favorite things that happened this year is that you gave me this photograph that now stays on my desk i did (laughs) tell the people what it is okay fuck buddies (laughs) i am holding in my hands a christmas polaroid from December of 1980. So Lil Lillian <laughs> is 11, is almost one year old. <laughs> She's so cute. <laughs> it's from a mall Santa situation. And Lil- baby Lillian is so peacefully and blissfully sitting on Santa's lap with her sister Beth. And this Santa looks like a fucking ex-con who was on the run from the FBI and hid in a mall and put on a Santa hat and beard. He looks like a murderer. (laughs) He's literally, he's glowering into the camera. His, he hates it. He hates it. Hates it. He's clearly like dodgily looking out the. Do you know who he looks like? I imagine if this guy took off the Santa stuff, he would look like the man who plays the 
who we presume is the Zodiac killer in the movie Zodiac. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. that act. Yeah. I love that actor. Uh, he's yes. so fucking good. Um, oh, 100%. <laughs> that is a high point of my Bless. 2021. <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Uh, later on in January for my birthday we went to the natural history museum on the 9th of january and i remember that was when things were just opening back up again and you had to have time tickets and they were like january yeah Uh uh-huh and we were in the natural history museum with like i don't know 15 other people oh i could have like glory i we had the dinosaurs basically to ourselves. The only bummer was that they were still working on renovating the gem wing. So I waited. I saw that more recently. But it was, it'll never be like that again. And I knew like every moment that we spent there, I was like, this is the best experience that this will ever be for me who does not like to be around people in a museum. Oh, my God. The- waddling, waddling through all of the... <laughs> Why? Yes. Why do museums suck? Infinitely. Um, and, and 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 that was like the main events for um for for January. But on the first day of February, for some reason, I have two thirty p.m. Start drinking. <laughs> <laughs> and bitch, I never looked ah, back. Yes, girl. <laughs> Why? Why would that be in my calendar? Start drinking. Wow. Wow. Like neither of us had a colonoscopy or anything. Like there's no. Start I don't understand drinking. what that's about. Were you with any? Nope. That's not true. I realized what it was. I thought my IUD was messed up, so I went in for a pelvic ultrasound. Mm. And uh, when you do that. Uh, this was the, the special kind where they actually stick something up your vagina to make sure everything is going okay. Um, when you do that, you want to have drunk a lot of water so that your, your abdominal cavity pulls away from everything and they can see your cervix better. Yes, that is exactly the face. Yep. That's the face. Uh Uh-huh. It was not cute. Um, my tech was as lovely as a person could be in this circumstance but i got there and they were running 10 minutes late and you have to be on a specific schedule and you have to drink a certain amount giant amount of water and i got there and i was like hey ready to go ready to go ready to go and she was like oh i'm really sorry like yeah and then and then i was like well you guys ruined it uh i had to go pee and i had to come back two days later it's such yes uh I remember that happening to you, and uh, it absolutely happened to me when I had to do that a handful of terrible years ago. And I was like, this is, this is actual cruelty. Like, you can't make somebody stay here and now get a fucking UTI because you no. need a full bladder to better see some shit. Like, ew. <laughs> you, once again... There were more women in STEM. We would have solved these motherfucking problems by now. <laughs> Let me tell you what. I could have confused myself with those NASA specialists when I was trying to travel and plan for my period. And I was like, how many do I need? 30? Great. <laughs> Yay. What? Well, and something... Something that happened February 18th was uh, your table read of the reunion. Yes, that um, was definitely one of the most important, lovely, beautiful things that I started my year with. I turned my pilot the reunion into a feature with my dear friend and collaborator, Jody, And it I love it so much. I feel so good with this format. And even though it's a time during which I haven't really uh, been like pitching and taking meetings in that way, I've done more actor work. Um, I still did made 
made an even more special thing from this thing that was already kind of special to me. And the table reads were so beautiful and fun. And I was able to have Lillian read for my character. And I had my best friend Gabby actually play this fictional version of herself. Um, It was fucking majestic. It was so, so, so good. And like, especially in the great scheme of the way performers got roped into virtual events it seemed like everybody Mm -hmm. was just so chill and having a good time and not completely maxed the fuck out after 10 11 months of chicanery (laughs) so good uh so good i basically fell in love in 2021 Mm-hmm. That was a good thing. That was a really good and special thing. I, uh, I, I met and started seeing a truly incredible, special person, and uh, this has been a year of like a new relationship, which has been extraordinarily exciting and beautiful and full of growth and like whole new mile markers as a as finally a person navigating the world in a queer way um that's kind of huge kind of (laughs) it's a little big little big little big (laughs) um i and then uh, I did I did a ton of talks and panels, and I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna throw in my TED talk because I delivered it last December, so I'm absolutely sticking that in 2021. Oh, <laughs> yes, for sure. Um, delivered a TED talk that I feel really, really good about and proud of, and I love. I mean, other than the cardinal rule of don't read don't ever read the comments like I feel so (laughs) pleased and grateful and excited that it has been received and in the way that it has and helpful to people that's another Mm -hmm. beautiful thing that happened in the beginning of the year yes yay amazing we also did that um, body summit with Tiffany Sparrow that was really fun yes we did that was really cool. What a very sweet and like genuinely warm-hearted person she is. She was so lovely. She had a really great selection of people speaking too. She really did. Yeah. She did. Uh what else? What else is on here? What else does did I Oh, uh, oh, I got um I had major dental surgery that turned out fine. You sure did. Um <laughs> And now I have a million dollar smile, almost literally. <laughs> mm. I uh, I was asked to do the audiobook for Julie Murphy's book, If the Shoe Fits, which was her Disney YA adaptation of Cinderella with a plus uh-huh. size Cinderella. And... Um, I got to go back into the world in like my first real sense of it um, in like May and make this really beautiful, wonderful, super fun audiobook with Disney and with a really wonderful creative team and get to collaborate with Julie, whom I think the world of. Mm-hmm. And that was so satisfying to get to do mm. after uh 14 months at that point of like mm-hmm. ooh, tumbleweeds mm-hmm. yeah i hear that oh mm. um i don and i there's folks in jersey city who refer to themselves as the west side merrymakers and um they did an easter parade uh wherein they got like fire trucks and stuff um and i was sitting on the back of a convertible dressed up all pink and bunny like and don was next to me in his tux as a bunny and it was the first time that i had like gotten all dolled up and gone out anywhere 
since the before mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um because this is april like i may have just got, well i got vaccinated that was also very exciting that was a major part yes <laughs> march oh fuck um, yeah absolutely mm-hmm. um but <laughs> um then that actually put me in touch with this wonderful person siobhan who uh has done and i think still does costumes for the met opera um and when i got my beautiful uh, Catherine Delish robe uh, that needed a little bit of altering. Oh, she was able to do that for me, glorious. and I still owe her tickets to a show for that. <laughs> yes, that's so good. Yeah, she's an incredible person. All those people are super fun. Mm. I'm happy to have those connections. Um, additionally, hang on, there was one more thing over here that I thought I saw. Oh, uh, and in in April, Don and I also went to the um, the museum at Bethel Woods, which is the Woodstock Museum. Yes, and it was amazing. And I can't rec like I don't even I'm not a huge classic rock person. Uh, I appreciate it, but if you really like that stuff, you should go. It's so fucking cool I to like stand Kay. where that stage was oh my god yes it it was wonderful and there's like not much around it and that's fine um but it, the museum is so well done and again we saw maybe two other people while we were there which is exactly how i like to experience museums yes yes a thousand percent and we sat down in one place and we just watched you know they're like it'll be um it would be a video playing like five different videos telling you different things about Woodstock. And we just sat down and watched all of them. <laughs> yes, that's amazing. We were like, plop, here we go. We watched the whole like little 20 minute documentary that they had in this beautiful multimedia. Um, I, it's not even like a, a like it was in a dome, but it wasn't like a. Um, IMAX thing. Right. It, I, it's so hard. All of it was so hard to explain, and it was so beautifully executed. Let me tell you, I cannot wait to go to a planetarium again. Oh, Actually, they always make me dizzy, but they're also very beautiful. Oh, they make me very dizzy. dizzy Maybe I should be careful what I wish for. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. And then the seating is so steep, like at Liberty Science Center. Oh, yeah, they're not all like that. The one that is in uh the one that's in new york the big one the hayden planetarium um that's flat because they don't also use it as an imax so that one's just a normal it's just round it's just in the round even thinking about so you IMAX sit down makes me dizzy right now and you go like this and you look up <laughs> no i can't i don't like that steep shit Ooh, that makes shit. me crazy shit um i got to spend my birthday at luna park Which was super cool. And I got to get my mom an actual Ricky Boscarino sculpture for her birthday, which is like 10 days after. Yes. Oh, my God. Which was so great. The best surprise ever. Um, I am deeply grateful for fucking uh, nine months of unemployment in 2021. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Deeply, deeply grateful for that. And yep, that was pretty great. And very much begrudging <laughs> it being taken away. But um, uh, that was that was literally a lifesaver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I went down the shore uh, a couple of times. Oh, yeah. I did. Uh, it felt very uncomfortable. <laughs> I felt <laughs> scared and nervous, but I did go down to... Point. Oh, I went to Asbury Park first. I took Jory mm-hmm. to Asbury Park in the spring right after we got our first shot. And I was like, oh, no, there are people here. There are not supposed to be people yeah. here until Memorial Day. Um, <laughs> but just even like going there after so long without felt really like uh, fulfilling to my soul. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh I I remember going back to Marie's Crisis and being able to like sing with people in a piano bar oh again. Oh my god! And I went the day before 
they started doing the vaccination mandate, so there was still plexi up, like, everywhere. Mm. Um, And there was still a little bit after the vaccine mandate, but that let us all relax a little bit. Uh Uh-huh. Although. (laughs) Although they probably should have fucking left it up. (laughs) And also vaccines. Yeah. And and also. Um, In May, I also started performing again. Yes. I had three whole performances of Dirty Jersey before the owner of that club had a hissy fit and closed everything down. Oh, shit. Wow. Mm-hmm. I premiered season three, question mark, of um, of the audio fiction podcast that I do called Moonbase Theta Out. My oh, dear yeah. friends, Deja's audio fiction, uh, they write it. And I, p- first of all, in a very, very, very meta way, play a kind of fictional but possibly just super futuristic version of myself. Um, and I also play an AI and she, the AI, she, um, has, is programmed by the pseudo fictional, but mostly just very futuristic me. So like it is, it's almost like looking into mirrors back to back forever and ever and ever. Yeah. Um, but it's so good. And it's such, I mean, it's such a special show. DJ is such a special person. And also this season was so incredible and DJ knew everything that I was going through with coming out and, um, wrote so much beautiful nuance into like an AI coming into their consciousness and like figuring out who they actually are and what that means and like how to, Mm -hmm. it was so beautiful and fun. And, uh, and I, I really love that show, and I love Deej, and I love our cast, and it's beautiful Yay. stories. I love it. Yeah, I got to do, um, I got to do some audio plays with Rattlestick and uh, some incredible playwrights and actors and directors. Uh-huh. Um, uh. Back in, I think it maybe, I think it maybe aired, started streaming in June, and um, they were all plays about the pandemic. They were all little audio fiction, like one nice. one acts about the pandemic. Uh, I got to do that. Nice, nice. Um, I I am a I'm part of an actor pool for um. This wonderful director, Abigail Zeely Bess, um, who teaches at Columbia and NYU. She teaches filmmakers uh, in their graduate program, and she ha- and I'm part of her pool of actors. So I also got to like play with her and other actors and young filmmakers with original scripts, pretty much a couple times a week, every week for like a good semester. Which was also really fun. Like, I just had to have, I, I got to have my hands steeped in art and storytelling, which was quite That's beautiful. amazing. And you and I hit 100 episodes this year. <laughs> we did. Mm-hmm. How many do we have now? This is going to be 133, I believe. That's crazy. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yep, we got to hit a hundred a hundred episodes this year. Uh, also, I did the artist's way for the first time in my life. Oh, I forgot about that. Did you like that? I loved it. I was part of a nice. facilitated group, and by the way, this is not just for artists. This is for absolutely anyone. The artist's way is a is a is a book led course journey by julia Mm -hmm. cameron and it's been around for decades and decades at this point and basically it's a book that takes you through uh a a, a little bit of self therapy just to break down some walls and some um hesitancy and and uh and help like loosen up your creative spirit again by Mm -hmm. uh by dismantling some like limiting beliefs and stuff so it's very it's early woo woo i.e 
in the, you know, late 80s, early 90s. Um, It's so efficacious. You end up really just giving yourself a ton of love and self-care and finding opportunities to journal and and just sort of put everything out on the table for yourself to pour through. Um, I had such a really nice group of people that I did check-ins with and I was really happy and proud that that was how I basically not quite started the year because I started in February but I went through my whole spring um holding that space for myself uh I have scoffed at artists way in the past simply because I can never get past that morning pages thing but I gotta tell you I think I could do it this year. I think that this might be the year I'm looking for something like I don't mind being creative in the morning. I don't mind being mindful in the morning. Um, I do need to be intentional about that and I feel like I'm finally at the place where I could do that and it would feel comforting and nurturing instead of like a pain in the ass. Yes, right, right, right. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't think of myself as a very like uh, as a very um, stubborn person. I I may or may not be wrong. I don't think of myself like that, but there's absolutely always a sense of like, don't tell me what to do when I join a thing like that. For sure. And I find Mm -hmm. a lot of freedom in just doing what I want within the structure and having all the dumb structure broken down. Like, so for me, my morning pages Mm -hmm. are not always my morning pages. Sometimes they're my... 12 p.m. pages sometimes they're my night pages but like as long as I write a little bit every day as long as I get Mm -hmm. my hand on paper Mm -hmm. for something every day that's all that really matters and like also today I'm so proud of myself I haven't done yoga in forever because I do yoga wrong what I really really (laughs) it's absolutely true what I really truly need is one-on-one yoga with someone being like oh no you're using these muscles and that's why you have spasms here's how you use the other muscles instead Um, But because I don't have that, I don't usually do self-guided yoga anymore. However, I was really craving it this morning. And there is this really lovely uh, gal on YouTube. Um, Her business is called Yoga with Adrian. Um, Oh, yeah, I know. I know her. Yeah. And she, one of her older videos is like eight years old at this point. And she calls it like gentle morning yoga. And it's so calming. And I just, I put a blanket down and I sort of started where she started and I followed along sometimes, but I just listened to my body the whole time. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. She's going to stand right there. This is time that I am devoting to just being in my body and moving my body in ways that feel very good to me. And if it's not the, you know, savasana that she's doing, that's okay. I can just have this video hang alongside me as I spend 25 minutes waking up my body in the morning. And I was like, oh, this is the the creative freedom I need to give myself when it comes to uh, integrating, uh, I I guess just more self-care in general because I know it's self-care. But when it feels very rulesy, I get get ornery. Yeah, I get real ornery with things that feel like bullshit. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I can't like, oh, arbitrary. Uh, That's right. great. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so actually, if you benefit from accountability, I don't know if you do. We've never done anything like this before. But if you benefit from it and you want to do some very like relaxed version of the artist's way where you don't feel penned in by dumb obligations as opposed to the general gist of the work then i will happily start again yeah and like we should do that yay it was uh i um i'm not like a big new year's resolution person but i do like starting a thing Mm, you mm -hmm. know 
I love nothing more than starting a thing. Mm-hmm. I hardly ever finish a thing, but I love to start it. We're cardinal signs, baby. <laughs> we love starting shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> Something else really cool that I'm pretty proud of that happened this year, um, when Don's, uh, it took forever for Don's barbershop group Voices of Gotham to start singing again, and like <clears throat> a lot of... A lot of the people in the guys group and a lot of the people in the women's group sort of scattered to the four winds. And um, everybody came back together again in, I think it was July, uh, for an outdoor version of Tin Pan Alley, which is something that they do every year, which is like a little, it's a little competition. Um, And I don't know if this is the first or no, 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 this is not. uh, No, scratch all of it. This is the second year that me and Don have sung with our friends. Um, Aaron and Tyler and this year the four of us won best mixed quartet at that little competition yeah Yay. and I was just I was I got a little enamel barbershop pole pin and I don't know where it is I know I want to find you it you got a pin so, I got a little pin it was a it was a little pin that said it didn't say you won it it whispered <laughs> it into my ear <laughs> yay yeah, yeah i was pretty proud of that that was really cool you should be that's very exciting i remember that yeah um i took i took my first trip i went to um excuse me i went to vermont oh yeah that's uh, right that sounded like a dream it was it was Man, I don't watch Gilmore Girls. I don't have patience for that dialogue. Uh, <laughs> I really don't. Um, I don't watch Gilmore Girls, but I know that I know the pith of Stars Hollow. And the, let me tell you, my friend Arwen lives in basically Stars Hollow, Vermont. It is so quaint. It's so sweet. I love it. Vermont had Vermont had reached herd immunity because their vaccination rate was so high and they really like squashed that virus back in May and June. And I went, I went with Jory in June and we had such a good time. I felt so good actually telling a friend that I was going to go visit them someday and getting to do it. Yeah. Oh, I swear to God, (laughs) I do actually love doing that, but I just, I just, haven't and I was like I want to go see Arwen I had been telling Arwen I was going to see her back in fall of 2019 when she was planning on moving in February and then she did and then the hammer of Thor came down and um, (laughs) uh, yeah that was so wonderful it was such a good time and I think it was the first time that I really felt at ease being around people and I felt like I could um, that like I could be safe, mm-hmm. which was amazing. Yep. So yeah. Um, we did have that for a moment, didn't we? We did. Yeah. 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 I mean, the summer felt pretty darn good, and then Delta sort of started whispering in by mm-hmm. late July, I think. Um, mm-hmm. those were all such beautiful things. What else good happened? Oh, I uh, I got to MC a show with a fabulous performer named Jacqueline Box, um, down in Great. Baltimore in September. That was really fantastic. Oh, yeah, you did. It was the beginning of October. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was really great. I started figure modeling again. Mm. Oh, we went to the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair, which was incredible. Yeah. It was so good. It was so good. I bet it felt so good, so good in your little heart. It did. Uh, being in Lancaster did not, but uh, the rest of it was fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, I colored my hair. So many beautiful My Little Pony colors. And uh, yay, it was really fun, uh, she says, from a TV-friendly head of blonde hair but uh <laughs> but i am so i got to do i mean and i did it in 2022 2020 as well but um i so enjoyed the freedom to finally paint my hair all different kinds of colors which i absolutely would have been doing for the last um dickety years 
before I was uh-huh. like, oh, I have to be on stage and and look like not up some, you know, punky teen. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was very fun. Mm-hmm. What else? Uh, what else? What else? What else? Mm. I took my first kind of cross country road trip ever. I did some very brave things that I don't feel super comfortable <laughs> talking about in depth, but I, um, <laughs> but I, I really, fuck, I stood up for myself this year and I mm-hmm. worked incredibly hard and it was really, 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 um, difficult and, uh, also, holy fuck, I can do hard things. Yeah. <sighs> of course you can. Yeah. You're very good at hard things. <laughs> I guess I forgot. Shit. <laughs> I can do hard things. I, and I did, uh, I did a hard, brave, intrepid, pioneering thing this fall and it has been really hard but it's also been incredibly affirming and exciting and deeply like important to my spirit and and sense of self and mm-hmm. um i feel very um proud of myself you should be proud i'm proud of you too Thank you, Lulu. <laughs> Your little face. Uh, we started dreading the re- boards. We did. That's true. <laughs> yep. I, again, all these things that you're like, oh, this has just been happening forever, right? This just happens. Mm. But no, we woke up one day and decided to make it happen, and, and then we do it all the time. <laughs> we do it. And not only are we very hopeful that it will continue to grow in popularity, but also um it it not only gives us more time with each other, but also time to like connect with friends that we care about and help lift mm-hmm. them up and uh definitely dive deep in hilarious and delightful ways with people who uh, we either never got the chance to do or to like share it in really exciting ways. We're having so much fun and we get to spend so much time every week together, which is amazing. Yeah. And we've been able to spend so much time every week together for the last two years. I know. And I'm so and any any time I go a couple days and I haven't talked to you i'm like wait a minute what's going on and always i don't know if you've noticed but i'm like how are you feeling are you okay like no that's exactly i appreciate it yes need that good 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 need that love friend well and i um i i you know this and uh, other people have mentioned it to me in the past i uh I know that everybody's going through a lot right now. And sometimes I back off on the how are you feeling just because I can't bear to unpack it every time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. Me. <laughs> yes. So I'm trying to be mindful about checking in with people, but not not rolling that out every time I talk to people. Yeah. Oh. Uh, we just rewatched um, my favorite I mean, probably my favorite movie and possibly the movie I've watched the most ever, uh, Home for the Holidays. Loved watching that with you last year. It's, I love it. It is the best movie. Um, for uh, for New Year's, we do 200 cigarettes, but mm. Home for the Holidays is a quintessential Thanksgiving movie. When And it's got Robert Downey Jr. at his... his, his the haircut where the boys just had their part down the middle and then it was like floppy, floppy. around their eyes. Yes. <laughs> this is um, what I will but, always think of as the perfect boys haircut. Uh, even though oh, it, I know. Like, it doesn't actually hold up. It was very no. much a moment in time. But mm-hmm. yes. Uh, but there's a moment where Holly Hunter says to him, how's Jack? And he goes, how's Jack? How's Jack? How's Jack? How's anybody? It's the 90s. <laughs> and that's how I Copy feel right paste. now. How's anybody? How's anybody? 
It's the twenties. Like we're about to round into twenty twenty two. Like I want to start calling it the twenties. Can we do that now? Uh, yes, yes. I think solidly. Mm-hmm. Um, they, uh, there's there's I I don't know it well enough to like give a whole breakdown. Um, but there's good astrology headed our way this year. Um, really like the the planet that changes pretty much on an annual schedule is Jupiter, mm-hmm. the planet of good luck. An expansion, mm-hmm. so growing things and making good shit happen. Jupiter yeah. basically changes its sign at, at like the end of a calendar year. So that really is a big shift in energy. And for these past two years, it's been in two very no fun restrictive signs. Can you guess what the first one is? Oh, uh, I, I'm so bad at this. I don't know. It's Capricorn. <laughs> Oh, it's Capricorn. Okay, all right. <laughs> and is the other one Cancer? No, no. Oh, okay. No, uh, Aquarius. So both Capricorn oh, okay. and Aquarius are known as no fun. Aquarius less mm-hmm. so. But because you're ruled by Saturn, so you're disciplined people. Oh, I gotcha. Very gotcha. much um, concerned with boundaries and restrictions and life kind of feels a little more arduous when Jupiter is in um uh when Jupiter is in Capricorn or in okay. Aquarius. It's about to be in Pisces. It's very happy in Pisces. It is ecstatic <laughs> in Pisces. It's also ecstatic in Sagittarius, which is where it was in 2019. Oh, 2019 it was in Sag and which is why 2019 was you know, um, a, a year of a lot of uh, a, a lot of events and stuff, and hopefully good luck and just like movement. It hasn't sure. been in a movie shaky place in a good way since twenty nineteen. Movie shaky. <laughs> Everything is movie Everything shaky. Is shaky. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, the shakiest. It's, we've all got the fucking DTs at this point. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a and somehow. Also the bends. And also the bends. <laughs> How did we get here? And possibly the runs. <laughs> Man, you you did watch Arrested Development, right? Am I? Yes. I, for some reason, did not. We did not watch the recent ones. Got it. But yes. Uh, yes. In, um, you know, Tobias reliably m- misunderstands everything and then says mm-hmm. things that are immediately, uh, you know, uh, foot and mouth moments. Well, he ends mm-hmm. up. He he decides he wants to be. He decides he wants to recommit to his life as an actor, and he decides to, and he finds a method one clinic, and he. Oh <laughs> no! And he he decides he needs to be more method, and so he ends up at this methadone clinic watching watching tweaked out people like just shaking down the moment and he goes yes and yes and oh oh, i can't keep up she's too good (laughs) oh my god i should watch that again from the beginning it's very satisfying it is Uh, don actually that don actually got that for me as a dvd set uh possibly all of it but maybe it was just like the first three seasons um when i was living uh i was rooming with this couple ruthie and i met in harlem and we didn't have cable so i watched a lot of pbs i watched a lot of that 70s show because it was always on when i got home late from working at jekyll and hyde and um and then he there were there was a video store down the street that we were like renting one or two seasons of things and then he was like you know what everybody loves this let's watch this together so you know one of the best things that ever happened the worst and best things that ever happened to me the worst thing was my video store closed the best thing Mm. was my video store closed and they were like we're selling all of our inventory tell us what you want and i took oh my god so many of their like b horror movie vhs off of their hands Mm. 
Mm. I I remember there was one near Don's old place in Persephone that when they closed, they did the same thing. And I walked right up to the full set of um, uh, Amazing Stories. Do you remember that show? Uh, the Spielberg show, yes. Yeah. Those are yeah. really good. And it had, it. there were like 10, uh, there were like 10 tapes. And I, I just remember running my finger along all of them. And I was like, I will take these. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ah! Oh my god, I love it. So good. So weird. And some of those things like some of those particular stories are like we um so we recently went down to Houston to hang out with our friends Shauna and Emily and while we were there we went to the space center not the space station uh and I got to see to like stand under the plane that carries the space shuttle around oh sure um and i had a whole flashback because it was right by like the wheel well landing gear uh and amazing stories had that really sad amazing episode where the the belly gunner do you remember this Uh i don't need to recap this whole thing but it's a like a world (laughs) war ii (laughs) era thing yeah it's a world war ii era um, episode and there's a, a like a gunner at in the belly of the plane mm-hmm. in like a little dome and the landing gear goes out but he's not just a military guy he's also an artist and so he thinks he's about to die and he like draws his plane with landing gear and then cartoon landing gear comes down and saves him spoiler alert that's what my grandpa um, but did like, in the war oh he was a belly gunner uh-huh. Or a tur- I don't no, know. No, no, he was. He was a belly gunner. Holy crap! He got shot down over Africa and became a POW. Jennifer. Oh, he was a very unwell man. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. So my dad oh, was wow. obsessed with belly gunner history because he would always, you know, sort of like obsess over what his dad had gone through, and <laughs> you know, very yeah. well balanced things like that. Oh my goodness. I wonder if you would enjoy this episode. I'll find it for I bet you. I would. I'm sure you can find it. I remember yeah. I don't I think uh I didn't watch I didn't watch Amazing Tales stories. Uh Amazing Stories, yeah. I didn't watch Amazing Stories on TV when I was a kid. Uh I don't think I would have known where to look, but hmm. I it was streaming at some point on Netflix and I was like what this and I went through mm-hmm. as much as I had access to and was just so taken with it it's very charming and and for some reason my mom and I wound up with like a ton of inside jokes from it Aww. like a ton a ton I remember uh there was something about like a ghost train running through somebody's um, living room or something and the conductors like stopped to talk to the guy and they had a Mr. Coffee coffee maker and the guy was like oh thank you Mr. Coffee and, and we used to say that to each other all the time <laughs> oh cute uh, one more thing that I'm thankful for for this year was being able to get back together with my singing group even though there's only three of us now we miss you Shauna we miss you Shauna uh, but we sang at, um, uh, we did a little mini concert of our own, and then we sang at the Christmas concert for Grace Van Voorst, which is the arty church that we love so much. Yes, I loved, I love that church, and I love all the crazy stories you have from there. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. I also found, in this year in particular, a little less so in 2020, I became really much more comfortable uh, and confident in my auditions. Um, you know, definitely, I'm sure some sense Great. of like free falling, like come at me, bro. But <laughs> but also like yep. the, uh, the agency that I felt in really creating my own tapes and just like making the choices that I wanted to make and it really not being very externally motivated at all. Like, of course, mm-hmm. I would have been happy to have the job, but it was an opportunity for me to make art, especially when... I wasn't otherwise able to like make more weirdos next door with can packy or mm-hmm. uh or you know make more like sizzle reels. I wasn't 
making stuff with other people. So I relished every opportunity to make my own tapes. And it did result in me getting my first on-camera job in the pandemic, which has been yeah, you did. Um, a new show for Showtime. I technically have NDAs, so... I don't think I can actually say the title, but I'm nah. I'm working on a on a new show for Showtime, and I've been on set with some incredible people that when I can mm-hmm. talk about, I will. Um, mm-hmm. And just like I I I got to be with actors again, acting mm-hmm. in real space with a great, incredible director who has been very encouraging of like ensemble energy and you know a lot of very uh real overlap and improv and ad-libbing and like holy fuck has that filled up my my Mm. like what the fuck are we doing here cup yay (laughs) it's been it's been so 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 nice um that is super duper welcome i was so happy to get that job um Um, i got i got acupuncture too i oh fun i I did i've always wanted to do that it was very good and it was going really well and i think i did maybe like a month a little over a month of it and then Delta was creeping in and I was like, there's no way I'm going to sit here in a room and and mm-hmm. have like somebody who's actively touching a bunch of other people come. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she was lovely. She was absolutely lovely. Uh, t- 10 out of 12. 12 out of 10. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> 12 out of 10. 12 out of 10. There we go. That's what we mean. Mm-hmm. That's what we mean. Mm-hmm. Ours goes up to 11. Yeah, uh, I'm grateful to finally feel like even though we don't know what's going to happen, I think that this recent resurgence and how everybody, how it's been panning out is, if nothing else, saying to me like, we as humanity are not handling this great, but we're figuring it out and it's gonna, it's a moving fucking target. And no one is ever going to bring me peace except for me. Man, oh <laughs> I man. keep waiting. I keep waiting for someone in charge to say one thing that's going to soothe my nerves. And no one is. And so it's up to me. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you know, which on one hand can feel so solitary and so like, oh, fuck. I thought this was like, we are the world. But, you know, um... There is there's something to really being very Buddhist about it all and like getting right with yourself before we can really show up in companionship with people. Mm-hmm. So like not no, even though it feels very, very, very sucky. My mom was like, why are you so mad? And I was like, because I felt like the lone wacko with a sandwich board waving a bell and talking about the end times <laughs> in September and October when the news was like yeah 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 no sh- sh- shut up shut up and I was like mm-hmm. no no this is not over it's literally the whole point of the virus like it will find a way and everyone was like mm-hmm. no 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 sh- no more money for you go back to work go do the thing and then I went back to work and I did the thing and what did I say <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? Pick up your toys, Oopie go to your doopsie. room. <laughs> <laughs> Government went boom. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, government. Goes boom over. They really shot the bed on this one, which would have been mm-hmm. a better pun if diarrhea were still part of COVID. <laughs> I don't know. Is it? I have no idea. (laughs) Uh, Apparently not, but still. (laughs) Old joke. It's a callback joke. Maybe, maybe the next one. That's that's OG. That's OG COVID joke. Oh fuck! So, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I'm proud of you. Thank you. 
And I'm proud of us collectively. I'm real proud of us collectively. Me and you and all of us who are still standing here and finding a way to show up and put on clothes and maybe have a little enjoyment in our days, even if the days feel a little harder or more anxiety-making or you cry a lot. Those are all Mm -hmm. very rational responses to Mm -hmm. what we are going through to a global mental health crisis in addition to a pandemic. I talked to my therapist today and uh, she was she's a little more brusque with me than she typically is. And and she, and she has told me she's like this fucking app is going absolutely bonkers. Like we have more and more Ooh. and more and more and more and more people and yeah. uh, we need more and more and more therapists and we just don't have them. Mhm. <laughs> yep. So that needs to be my goal for uh, this coming year is to actually apply to some grad schools. Yay! Yay! Oh, fuck. So good. Mm-hmm. Fuck buddies. Be careful out there. We hope you have a Merry Christmas, whatever that means for you and your plans, whatever you planned to do and now are not, or whatever you are, you know, miraculously still able to do. We wish you good health. And good mm-hmm. food, and wear yeah, wear some masks. Yeah, please, wear some please. masks. Uh, keep track of each other. Not, I don't mean that in a creepy way, but like check in with each other. That's what I mean. Yeah, and not for nothing, guys. Like we're 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 out of cloth and normal surgical mask territory. Get yourself some N95s or Get KN95s. Get stuff that actually does more than just catches a sneeze. Um, mm-hmm. that's super duper important. Um, yep. And wherever you are, if you are not in the tri-state area, um, I'm not telling you to hoard anything, but go get some fucking home tests. Get some. Go get some home tests. I, I have said this to almost every one of my friends that's in another state and everybody's like, we're fine. We have plenty. And I'm like, you have plenty now. You have plenty now. You are not going to have plenty. Like, we don't even have plenty Vlasic pickles, okay? Like, supply chain is so fucked right now that you can, like, walk in and be like, oh, literally there's no frozen waffles, question mark? Yeah. Like, how is that? How do we have a run on that? R.I.P. my uh, favorite gluten-free frozen pizzas, man. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. So if any of that can happen at any moment, just go, go please, for, for Mama Lillian, please, like, go buy 10 home tests. Put them in your house somewhere so that if you wake up one day and you're like, oh, fuck, I feel... Like, I have this sore throat, scratchy, whatever, cold situation that they're saying is this is what it's like now. You can at least have, like, a little bit of peace of mind and figure out how you're going to go about your day. Because right now, you have to stay in line for three hours here. And places are getting booked up for testing by 11 o'clock in the morning. So, shit. And the places that used to guarantee 24-hour turnaround can't guarantee it right now. Yikes. For the PCRs. Yeah, yeah, mine too. So, just, like... Listen to me, because like I should have listened to me in November when I said, oh, my God, people finally have tests. I should buy some. But I'm on my way somewhere. I don't want to carry them. They're so heavy. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what? One little swab <laughs> and a six drop oh. vial of shit. Um, and, you know, and also keep in mind the Twitter thread that I that I mentioned earlier that these like instant tests will tell you if you're contagious, but also listen to your symptoms. So if you have symptoms right. and your instant test says you're not spreading, great. Continue to test and go get a PCR because that will tell you on a genetic level what's going on in your body, not just how much virus is being expelled through your mm-hmm. um, through your mucosa. Mucosa, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Delivered to you by two theater majors. All right. <laughs> but- and scene. <laughs> this has been trending reports. Well, it sure has. Oh, hey, uh, I, I want to, well, first of all, if you really need some great laughs and some major, major distraction from what's going on, Dreading the Boards has so many really great episodes up. It's so good, you mm-hmm. guys. And I also really want to plug, um, we're dro- we just dropped, we will have just dropped two episodes this week. 
um, that are absolutely bonkers, delightful, <laughs> insane. Um, we are dropping Kathy Deach this week. Yes. Oh my god. Uh huh. What a fucking Christmas miracle! Man, she oh is. man, she was a delight. You will absolutely be just on your ass. What a what a joy. Um, so please <laughs> listen in and then, you know, do all the nice things that could help us too. That would be really great. Yes, like please. <laughs> Yay. Oh, fuck buddies. Yay. Oh, one last praise report. Praise um, Don's little sister, Claire, who we saw get married this year. Yes, you did. Uh, she sent me a picture of a painting that I had made for their family, of their family, that I think... I think I made maybe the second Christmas I had with them. But she was like, hey, uh, you started seeing Don in 2001, right? That means you've had 20 Christmases with us. And I was like, oh, like this is about to be the 20th. And we haven't been together together for all of them, all of them. But I thought that was really sweet. sweet. And I love that kid. Yeah. Oh, that's really sweet. Hmm. All right. I love you. We love you guys. Merry Christmas, fuck buddies. Sure. Yeah. Cool Yule. <laughs> sure. <laughs> also, if you haven't told your children that Santa's not real, this is a great year to do it. I uh, I think every year is a great year to do it. If you want to know why I hate Santa Claus, slide into my DMs. I think we covered it last year for Christmas. Yeah, you can listen to that too. <laughs> Depends how you want my rant delivered to you. Through ear hugs, of course. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye.